0: Big Podcast. To build a big podcast, the marketing podcast for experts. I'm David Hooper, and on this episode, I am talking about the newsletter that I do. I'm going to do this in audio form. I think I'm going to make this a regular thing. Everything I talk about is at bigpodcast.com, but the newsletter specifically, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. You will see the archives. It goes out every week, every Friday it's got stuff on how to grow your podcast. It's got some commentary by me, some stuff that you wouldn't get here. Again, though, I'm going to try to make this a regular thing, doing an audio version of it just to make it more accessible. But if you want it and you want a different perspective, all the links, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. In this issue, I talked about a story that I heard. I found this to be fascinating. (laughs) It's really about the difference between online notoriety and offline notoriety. As you may know, I'm in Nashville, and there's a well-known, or maybe not so well-known, radio host and podcaster who is here. This is going to be a blind item other than that. This guy apparently walks into the hair salon, and he is mad because they did not know who he was. They might have known his voice. They might have heard the name, but they didn't know who he was, and he was a real jerk about it. As having a conversation with somebody who knew the situation. We were talking about this. A lot of times people think because they're having some kind of success, maybe they've gotten a certain amount of listeners or Twitter followers, or there's a certain amount of money coming in that they are well known and everybody will know them. They think that whatever that limited success that they have goes beyond that into the outside world, into the world outside of their niche or the offline world, if they're online or the online world if they are offline. That is not necessarily the case. I think it's something for you to consider if you are a podcaster. If you want to be big in the world, and I'm talking Oprah big or Taylor Swift big, where you cannot go into a restaurant, that's pretty big. And you're gonna need regular media for that, regular broadcast media. You're gonna need to be on the Today Show, New York Times, whatever the big broadcast outlet is, in addition to whatever you're doing. The internet alone, not gonna cut it. I know guys, no joke, that have sold companies for a billion dollars. Big online, can't do it offline. So something to consider if you're going for fame and fortune. But on the flip side of that, if you're just looking for money, you've got an opportunity to do it with a podcast. If you're just looking for impact or respect within your market, you can do it with just a podcast. That's why I'm here. That's what I'm talking about. I'll tell you a music business story. I've got a buddy of mine. He was the fifth Beatle not the engineer, but the manager. And he's talking about hanging out with these guys. He said, man, you know, I really enjoyed hanging out with these guys because everywhere we would go, I had all the perks, all the first class travel, people making way for me and doing favors for me. But also when I was without them, I could have my life. That was the best of both worlds to me. I want you to think about that. Can you get that first class travel, the money, the notoriety, the respect? Can you have that? but also have a normal life. Just something to think about. Next item on this, should your podcast have a phone number or should you be doing text messages? Right now, if you pick up your phone, I want you to call this number, I'm gonna give it to you, ready? 615-488-4321. Here it is again, 615-488-4321. I'll repeat that for you in a second, in case you missed that. It's an automated message, you can call it anytime, 24 seven. I ask the question, should you have a number for your podcast? Let me tell you how I'm using that. That is me. You will hear me, the same voice, me, when you call that, 615-488-4321. This thing works like gangbusters when I'm doing a live event and I want people to subscribe to my podcast. That's what happens when you call that number. You hear me, I tell you what I'm gonna do, which is text you back immediately with info on how to subscribe to the podcast, this podcast, and also how to get my audiobook, Big Podcast, for free. It works. People say, oh, you could just do a text. Just do one of those text things. Text the word podcast of 999999. No, no, no. Some people don't know how to do that. Is it five nines or is it six nines? Then they fat finger the word podcast. It gets auto-corrected when they're sending the text message. There are problems with that. What I wanted to do was make this easy on people. So I got a phone number. The majority of people, maybe all of them, have used their phones to make a phone call. Certainly used to be that way. That's the only thing phones would do. (laughs) Some people never text though. So everybody knows how to make a phone call. And if you have them call 615-488-4321, It'll take you to a link that enables you to use that phone to get the podcast. Because that's another thing people don't know how to do via their phone. They do not know how to subscribe to a podcast. Maybe they've seen you speak. Again, this is where I use this. Give them the phone number while I'm speaking. So they're already familiar with me. They know me. There's an element of trust there. They like what I'm talking about. They want to hear more from me, but everybody's got a different phone. Some people know about podcasts. Some people don't. Everybody can make that call. They can get the information delivered to their phone and they can subscribe to their podcast that way. I don't have to explain it on the stage and use valuable time that I could use to explain something else. If you're curious about how to do that, I'm thinking about making it available to other people. This is something we've been working on for a couple of years. I'm considering letting in a couple of beta users to give it a good test. If you wanna be one of those people, reach out to me. Bigpodcast.com is how to do that. Next element of the newsletter, and again, this is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. This is about email. Like texting, email is not going away. And once somebody has an email address, the majority of them do not change that email address. If you're connecting to people through social media, for example, that is something that changes. Social media comes, social media goes. Remember Yik Yak? It was here, then it went away. Now it's back. Vine. It was here. Now it's gone. MySpace. Here. Now it's gone. Facebook, depending on what your market is, here. Now it's gone. And in some markets, it's growing. Your podcast is for your mother, your grandmother. Yeah, they're probably on Facebook. It's a little bit more right-leaning, a little bit more small town market. Yeah, those guys might be on Facebook, but they weren't before. Everybody did have an email though. This is one of the reasons why email marketing is so important. Let me give you some stats. 4 billion daily email users, 4 billion. We only got 8 billion people in the world. So half of all people are using email. 78% of marketers have seen an increase in email engagement over the last 12 months. Why is that? Maybe because we're in a pandemic, but maybe because so many people are going over to social media and other things, they're not focusing on email. That's an opportunity for you to slide right into that email box and get more attention than you would have previously. This is the same thing that's happening with postcards, FedEx, any kind of direct mail that you're doing. I know there are a few days where I don't get mail. I used to get tons of mail every day, but a few times each week, nothing in my box. If you send me a postcard with your information on it, I'm going to look at it because it's the only thing there. Four out of five marketers say they'd rather give up social media than email marketing. Those are marketers. Why? Because it's working for them. And if these marketers are having it work for them, think about what it can do for you as somebody who's marketing your podcast. People have asked me, what's the cheapest way to send email? I've got a link for you. It's at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Check out this article in the latest issue of Big Podcast Insider. That's the name of the newsletter. Next item, review bombing and also extortion scams. You need to know that there are people that do not like your podcast. If you were to give a million dollars to a homeless charity right now, somebody is going to have an issue with that. Oh, those guys are lazy. They're not spending the money correctly. Why did you spend it on this instead? Somebody's going to have an issue with whatever you do. There's a podcast that's here in town in Nashville called Deconversion Therapy. And I want to be clear with this because I've mentioned this podcast before. People say, oh, it's, I, I'm, I'm, Definitely not for that. I'm not talking about conversion therapy. I'm not talking about where they're trying to make gay people straight. That doesn't work. (laughs) That's not what this is about. This is a podcast for people who were very religious. Now they are not very religious. So you can understand why some people would like that. Some people, maybe you're still religious. You're kind of pissed that somebody left the flock. A lot of those people, the guy's still in the flock, they are mad about this. A lot of these people, those guys still in the flock. They're leaving bad reviews for the deconversion therapy podcast because they're trying to steer people away from it. They want to keep you in. I think most people see through that. And it could be one of those things for somebody like deconversion therapy where they've got a us versus them. They say, see, see, see. Look how mad we're making these people because we've got the truth. And the other people say, no, we've got the truth. And there's a nice us and them demarcation right there. You versus everybody else. Still though, there are some issues where a bad review may hurt you or a lot of bad reviews may hurt you. The reason I bring this up in this newsletter is because there are companies, they come to you, they say, hey, we'll get you reviews. And if you stop paying them to get more and more reviews, they start leaving you bad reviews. (laughs) It's an extortion scam. I don't think it's as widespread as some people think. It does go on though. I think it's something for you to be aware of. I've got the information for you at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Related to reviews, let's talk about negative reviews for a second. Let's say you got your first negative review. Now what? It can be shocking, right? You're excited. You've got a podcast going. Oh man, this is great. This is great. You don't know what you don't know. And maybe one of those things that you don't know is that not everybody's going to like your podcast. Again, it could be a good thing. Sometimes it's shocking though. When you get on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podchaser, wherever they take reviews these days, you see somebody did not like what you're doing, the thing that you were so excited about. I felt that same way when I released my first book. About 20 years ago, I put out this book. It's called $100,000 Musician, and it was about how to make six figures as a musician. I'm not gonna read the whole review for you, but I'm gonna give you the title of the review. This is at Amazon, and it's still there. It says, a joke just like David Hooper himself. <laughs> was it hurtful? Yeah, 20 years ago, I saw that, Ah, oh, it was hurtful. But I've used that review so much since then, I've got a sense of humor about it. It's one of those things that I made it work for me. As I mentioned in the previous item, sometimes we can make those things work for us. And most of the time, I think people can see when there's somebody who's just bitter, or there's somebody who complains about everything. And they're that kind of person who leaves a negative review. You can go to those people. You can see negative, 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 negative. They're leaving everybody a negative review. Maybe they're a glass half empty person. I don't know. But I think most people can see that. Anyway, in this article, it's linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. There's some great advice for dealing with negative reviews. I think you're going to find it helpful. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com for that. Next item, the business of podcasting. You got kicked off a site. Now what? A couple of weeks ago, OnlyFans, it's a site that's known for explicit content, they shocked everyone when they announced that they would no longer allow that type of material on the site. Top earners on OnlyFans are making a million dollars per year on that one site. So I want you to imagine that. You're making a million dollars a year, close to $3,000 a day. You're doing your thing you're making people happy, you're enjoying it, it's gone. They changed their policy, that money is gone. They're one day, gone the next. I've had this happen, not with OnlyFans. (laughs) But I've had a few successful projects be kicked off iTunes, the music iTunes, not Apple Podcast. Also another one kicked off Amazon simply because somebody there decided to pull the plug. And these have happened for a few different reasons. One of them was a conflict over the copyright. Had somebody said they owned the copyright on this thing, they did not. What it ended up being was, it was an audio book project that I worked on. Somehow something got mixed up to where some of the recordings were not my recordings, the ones that had my voice on them, but recordings from somebody else. I don't know, it was a similar title or something. The result though, was that they pulled everything. They didn't even let me get my project back up there. There There's some kind of issue with the update. I don't know if it was because the file names were the same or similar or something. Anyway, it was a database issue and they pulled it. It happens. It happens for a number of reasons. Most of them have nothing to do with you doing something wrong. Sometimes it's like, "Eh, well, I can kind of see why that would happen. One of those things was on Amazon. This is earlier this year. Amazon removed an entire brand of electronic goods because they had some shady review practices. You might've bought something on Amazon. This is fascinating to me. And they'll send you a card with a QR code. And if you post a review, they will send you maybe a 50% off coupon, or they'll send you a free version of the product, or they'll send you money back sometimes, a gift certificate, because they are looking to get tons and tons and tons of reviews. Once they have a ton of reviews, the thing starts selling like gangbusters. The difference between the number one product and the number two product in the category on Amazon is massive. It's like the number one player on a ball team versus the number two player. The number one guy is making a ton more money. He's got a ton more endorsements. He's getting a ton more media attention, but he's not necessarily a ton more better. Same thing for these companies. They can put a little bit of money on the front end, get a bunch of reviews, become number one, and then the thing carries itself. I mentioned this in the newsletter. I'm going to mention this here. I'm not talking about some kind of crazy ass right-wing theories about big tech censorship or playing victim here. This is nothing like that. I'm simply saying that if you're going to rely on one point of distribution or promotion or income, you are taking a risk. One day it's there, the next day it's not. That's what happens when you build a business on somebody else's platform. So if you've got a channel on YouTube, just be aware, it could go at any minute. Again, not some kind of crazy ass right-wing theory about big tech censorship, but it's their company. They can do whatever they want with it. You really have no control. Something like OnlyFans, they say, hey, we're in this business. Mm, No, we're not in that business. Well, it turns out they're back in that original business. I'm actually on OnlyFans, if you're curious. I've Got some podcasting stuff up there. It's nothing explicit. It's OnlyFans.com slash David Hooper. Got in there just to figure out how it works. I want to be part of the conversation. Sometimes I do this. I own some Bitcoin. I've got a Robinhood account. If people are talking about it, I jump in to see what people are talking about. OnlyFans is one of those things. Yeah, I'm a creator on OnlyFans. You're not going to see me naked on there, but you will see my big microphone. OnlyFans.com slash David Hooper has that. Here's what I'm going to leave you with. You need to diversify. Regardless of whether you're on Robinhood, what's your cryptocurrency, your investments, or it's how you're getting your message out there, your distribution, the money that you've got coming in, you need to diversify, regardless of the type of podcast that you have or the content that you're releasing. If you're only on one site building a platform, or if you're only making money in one way or marketing yourself in one way, you gotta think about opportunities to increase that. If you're interested, that is the thing that I can help you with. This is what I do all day, every day is I help people to get more people to their podcast, make more money with their podcast. Like I said, offline and online, two different things, but you can have both of them and you can do them at your level. Bigpodcast.com has more information on me. If you haven't already signed up for the newsletter that I'm talking about, do it, bigpodcast.com. Sign up, I'll send you a free toolkit. I'll get you hooked up on the newsletter. This toolkit has episode templates, episode templates to make your podcast creation easy has marketing strategies for you to help you grow your audience. It's going to help you make people care about your message and get them to spread that message for you. And you're going to make more money at the same time. So if you're interested in that, bigpodcast.com, it is all there. I'll get you hooked up on the newsletter. Thank you for listening to Build a Big Podcast. This is a new thing, but I think I'm going to keep it up. And I will talk to you on the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.